The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour, health, environment, and the power of water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, the power of water and water life science. As you know, we've been on 11 years, going on 12, and we're reaching out to the world. We've had guests on from all over the world come into our show and discuss water, nutrition, agriculture, mental health, anything to do with health, the atmosphere, and learning more about why you are water. That's something that I've watched out there in the world for all these years. And when I started studying many years ago, your body water, your water, inside of you, inside of me, inside of all living life of the planet is water. It has to be because it began with water. We forget that. It's like the words we use, we've gotten confused. The descriptions we discuss, we're confused. People are making things so much more complicated than common sense. It's great to impress each other and try to use different directions to show that maybe we know something that somebody else doesn't know or trying to emphasize uh, intellectual ego. Well, it's like a scientist told me, his mother said, if it doesn't make common sense with your research, it's not going to get anywhere. And it is true. The research that I have to all these years all these years, has been common sense. The common sense that we've had all these years is to be able to relate to you on common sense that water is the most primary focus of all life on Earth. Every organ of your body is made up of a percentage of water. That organ has to function no different than Earth functions with water. From the beginning of the moment to the end of Earth, of how we live. You didn't, you forget that. Drinking water. My secretary, Bonnie, looked up drinking ice water. You must drink room temperature water during the day, but one glass of ice water a day is good for the circulation. Be sure and have it about halfway through the day. That can add to the circulation of the bloodstream. But the rest of the time, the water needs to be drank room temperature because the body is 98 degrees. 
So when you're putting water into a body that's mostly water, you want to be sure that the water absorbs. Now, the moment you were born, you left the mother's pocket of water, entered into an atmosphere of water. That water is what you live in, in the atmosphere. But you begin an evaporation process of water loss from beginning of beginning of your life to death. Each one of us, it's no different than my lung. I have laryngitis right now. <clears throat> Obviously, through the period of months, I have been, believe it or not, as much as I understand dehydration and evaporation problems, I obviously over-dehydrated to the point that I had a symptom. What do I do about that? I add more water and make sure that I drink no coffee, no tea, nothing that would cause any other further dehydration effects for me to over-evaporate. I have to, to be able to be able to solve this symptom. So I find myself with, with, with the research that we do with my team around the world is we need to understand that when you're water and you're walking with the earth of water and everything around you, the leaf, the trunk, everything is water, water, everything is water that you have to learn. You are living in water yourself. So all of your health all of your outlook, everything about you, your attitude is the water. Believe it or not, it's your water. Whether we want to make it so simple and not so complex, it is vital that we are infrastructure throughout the world and every country of the world should be primarily water. Always has, should be, always will. Our forefathers always migrated to the water. And way back in time, they did study water as the healer. All faiths of different religions came with the water from the beginning. They knew there was something more powerful away from our bodies, living in the air we're breathing, is water. And as I've been teaching on this show for many years, there's five things you need to do. We all need to do. I need to do. Number one, you need how to breathe in through the nose, out through the mouth with some different and count it. Breathe in through the nose, out through the mouth. And as we've been learning from others, you can do that without doing it through the mouth too, but you want to do it both. Do both. In through the nose, out through the mouth, and sometimes you can keep your mouth closed and try to have a humidity effect to get rid of maybe dry mouth. But... Breathing, like earth breathes, the ocean is tugging and pulling like a magnet, electrolytically. You need to learn to breathe. You need to learn to drink no less than eight full glasses of water a day, all at once. They have to be all at once for the body to make a decision to absorb. That is vital. If you have not feeling your best, add a little more water. Add a lemon to it. Very helpful, too. Thirdly, learn how to eat or it's not over going to dehydrate you. It'll, what you eat is going to cause you more problems personally. And remember, 
you personally are unique. And that's something I forgot to mention to remind you. When you're born, there are no two eyes alike, fingerprints alike, and more. Your evaporation process of water is unique, of water loss. So when you're learning what you eat, personally, has to be what you eat and be careful. You don't have to eat what everybody else at the table is eating. You eat what is healthy for you and that you know you can digest your food. The other one is moderate exercise. Moderate, if you're over-exercising, learn how to slow down too. The last one is sleeping. The earth sleeps for a reason. It has to rejuvenate. It has to rehydrate. And that's why good sleep is vital. And there might be kind of a fun joke out there about the pillow, but your pillow is important to you too. How you sleep with your pillow and how to prepare to go to bed is very important to a good night's sleep. Water. That's what this show is all about. Today we have from Sweden, from Stockholm, Sweden, a very special guest, Anders Nielsen. And I'm really looking forward to him. He's a professor at the Department of Physics in Stockholm University. Odd properties of water and ice are his research. And I've been noticing, and he studies acoustics. And the two two different liquids of water. This is going to be fun. With all the guests we've had from all over the world, this one's going to be very exciting and new education for us, I'm sure. Well, listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, which is the mist. The surface of your eye is 99% water. And you've wondered why the eye drops burn or saline burns. Because the eyes are water. They're not a chemical and they're not saline. Nature's Tears Eye Mist supplements the tissue culture grade of water with just a mist to provide what the atmosphere isn't providing to maintain, hopefully, that 99% water in the tear film. We'll listen to our sponsor with just a mist and we'll be back with Anders Nielsen. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. 
Andrews, are you with us? Well, it's nice to have you on today. Um, because the show had a little delay, and I was so excited about having you on today, I'm going to let you tell our audience worldwide what your background is. And an audience, I want you to know this is Anders Nielsen, and he holds an MS in Engineering Physics from the University of Lund in Sweden. And your world is very fascinating to me. You're a doctor tech in sound and vibration from Chalmers University. You have worked in problems relating to propagation of sonic booms at the Boeing Company in Seattle, Washington, in the United States. You've been very much involved with acoustics, but also will teach the audience with my research and your research of why that involves water. And then you found two structures of water that are vehicles to the, the relationship to acoustics. But now you can tell us about you and how, 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 where did you come from with this? As a young boy, did you have a fascination with water at the time and sound? So, uh, Sharon, um, uh, I think, um, first of all, I have to correct you a little bit because, I, you see, Anders Nilsson is a very common name in Sweden, and I think you have found another Anders Nilsson that you gave a little bit of background about. So let me tell, me tell you more a little bit about myself. So I'm, I'm, I'm not doing acoustic research or, or worked for booing, but I am... Um, uh, I'm a scientist in, in the field of chemical physics, and I have been studying water uh, to really understand uh, the basic, the physics of water, let's put it like that, for, for over 20 years, and also working a lot in the field of catalysis, and I'm also involved in uh, artificial photosynthesis, how we can uh, uh, fuel the planet in, in the future using solar energy and water, etc. So my background is actually that I made my PhD in Sweden uh, at Uppsala University, and then I uh, conducted research there for many years until I was recruited to Stanford University um, in, the, in the year 2000. And then three years ago, I was recruited back to Sweden with a very generous offer. And, and so I've been going a little bit back and forth between Sweden and um, and Stanford University. I'm now at Stockholm University in Sweden, um, and uh, uh, I'm, but I'm right now actually in, in my other home in California here outside Stanford. Oh, uh, so, okay. So, so That's uh, why they, they had a challenge can, getting a hold yeah. of you today. <laughs> okay. I can also tell, tell, tell the listeners that I'm also a spiritual author. I've written a book also called The Gentle Way of the Heart, which is something, and I'm working on a new book more about science and spirituality as well. So uh, that's, uh, that's a little bit of a side topic. But we should talk really about water. I think that is so fascinating. Yes. It is fascinating. How long have you been studying water? So I've been studying water for almost 20 years. So let me give a little background about this because it's quite interesting sometimes how 
you are guided into something. I've always been fascinated with water all my life since I'm someone who loves to swim and be with water and so on. Um, but I was conducting other type of research for many years and I wanted to look at the specific biomolecule in water by doing very advanced spectroscopy, looking how electrons moves around in, in, in an amino acid. Uh, but I assumed at that time that water must be completely well understood being so important for life and for almost everything we do on this planet and also for universe, um, that I, I took for granted that it's not, nothing really interesting there. But we have to take a background from the water in order to subtract it from the information we got from the biomolecule that was dissolved in water. That's right. And then when I saw that background... I was very puzzled because it didn't fit right. what I expected. And that mm -hmm. opened up the door for now a decade-long, uh, two-decade-long uh, period of research. Uh, and we also came out with quite controversial ideas that has been a big discussion in the scientific community, what we really know about water. Now I have to talk about the molecular structure of water in terms of the, how the water molecules are connected in the liquid. Yes, yes. In fact, I started studying water <clears throat> 30 years ago because I was ex so fascinated why in the medical field they weren't studying more about the water and everything else second, everything else was first, and uh, I was fascinated. So what I decided to do is bring water into the medical field into the study of evaporation of water from the body, living with the atmosphere's water and evaporation. Yes. And you now, what you're studying with your team and yourself is you're studying the life in the water. Now, you've heard of Dr. Emoto from Japan, right? I'm, I'm familiar with, with uh, what he's done, yes. Yeah, so the fascination of the water being a living life <clears throat> It's what you're studing, and that's what, I, I, what I'm studying. Yeah. Uh, let, let me maybe say, make the following um, uh, uh, statement, because I am studying very much right now what I call the science of water. And right. so far, um, what we know about water is only information of, of some of its molecular properties and molecular structure. Um, the connection still... Uh, how with water as a life and, and many of these more esoteric questions that also Emoto has brought up is still outside of accessible for studying with science. So I would say that from a scientific point of view, uh, many of these questions we have no means to actually address uh, with the current uh, technology we have when it comes to looking at how the water molecules are moving and are bonded, bonded together. Um, but what, what might be very important for people um, to know is that even though we think, you know, water is so important for life, and as we know, when we are looking out in the universe for potential life, we are looking if there are water. So water, so far as we know, is the basis for all of life and so on. But what is very fascinating is that in spite of this, the, 
that water has really remarkable, very simple properties that yeah. makes it to stand out to be different from almost everything else in terms of liquid on planet Earth. It's almost like mm-hmm. it doesn't belong here. It doesn't fit to any of, of the usual properties. And, um, and, and this is uh, the way how water deviates from what we call the normal state of the liquid um, happens just around the temperature when you cool it down from being very hot. So water that is very hot behaves like all normal liquids, but when you cool it down, it starts to behaving very differently. Uh, and the, the temperature where it starts to behaving differently is just when we come in into the temperature of what we call ambient temperature, that life exists uh, around close to body temperature. And, and then when you cool it further and further down, uh, it becomes even stranger and stranger. And it's, people have discussed that there is possibly at very low temperature a whole liquid catastrophe in water with a phenomena that has never been seen in any any type of liquids. So this but is... But usually, um, Dr. that it's going through a stress, like human, we humans go through a stress <clears throat> per person. Um, sorry, I the, the molecular body of the human species, once it's born, and it comes out to live with the atmosphere's water vapor, as its greatest influence, and that baby begins to evaporate water at that moment because it's not in a bag of water. And because there's no two eyes alike, fingerprints, we're all, so, we're all individually different. Do you believe that the, body, the life on the planet Earth is surviving individually, uniquely, with the temperature of what is happening? Do you think that's possible? Uh, I, I'm not sure I understood your question correctly, but uh, I, I, I well known that uh, when, when we are born, we have a very high water content, over 90%, right. and then as we grow older, we dehydrate, we lose a lot of water, and we are constantly evaporating water uh, evaporating coming out from our body. To death. Uh, yeah. and, and the fascinating aspect of that, that maybe many people doesn't know is that the water molecule that comes out of our body will actually be eventually in all bodies on the planet. That's it. Mm-hmm. So the water molecule that is evaporating uh, will visit all sites on the planet during our lifetime. Mm-hmm. Now, do you believe when you're studying this, <clears throat> because we've done this in the medical field, to help the medical field, and what we do is we're the first to do this, is do you believe that more studies should be with the body water of the human species to relate to what is happening, even helping the earth? Because the earth is relating to uh, living exactly with a, with a rela- relationship as our bodies are living because of those influences on each other. Have you done any study with that? No, no. I mean, I, I, as, I, as I said in the beginning, our, our work is very much fundamental, asking the question, what is water? What is the origin okay. of these very, 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 very unusual properties of water, right. uh, like uh, why ice floats? 
why we have a density maximum, uh, why we can have a very high heat capacity of water and all of that. Uh, what I can say, though, the more I uh, study water, uh, the, the more I understand the, the complexity. Um, but often when things are complex, it's because we haven't fully understood it. Um, but it's also a very big fascination that this unique liquid that, as I said, there is no counterpart of its uniqueness on any mm-hmm. liquids on the planet. So it's completely unique in its physical property, how it behaves. And that water is the key ingredient for life. And water is involved in almost everything that is imp- of importance in nature on the planet Earth involving us shows, points to, that there are many, many things more to be discovered of water that we have not yet been able to touch upon because we don't have the, the correct instruments to be able to look at that. So I think there are um, clearly big questions that we I'm need to back you. I'm going to ask at. you there um, <clears throat> real quick. Now, you've obviously touched into way back in the 1800s around the world, scientists were studying water to search for cures. And then they stopped it because they said, no one's going to believe it. You won't get the money to do your research if you continue studying water like that. <clears throat> so the influence of no longer studying water, then I came along and I said, it's time. And doctor, it's true. We have to study the influence of water. <laughs> I have a chocolate lab in my office. <laughs> anyway, I have to, uh, we need to study the influence of water in the body from the beginning of that birth and what its relationship is with humans because that's easier for us with the life on the planet, the way the planet is living. I'm truly convinced they relate to each other. We had on our show Dr. Jerry Pollack from University of Washington. And he and his team have studied and found a fourth water in the body. He and I have been on a few times. And he said, too, that influence of the water in the body, electrolytically living with the atmosphere, that we're the battery, the atmosphere is electric to us. And that fourth water they found in the body holds back like dark matter does for the atmosphere, so you don't over-evaporate all that water loss. <clears throat> Excuse my voice, I've had laryngitis. All that water loss from the body, but the relationship is with the atmosphere and the way the Earth is living. It's almost like your body is your barometer of how you, the Earth is living with you and you're living with the planet. Don't you wish that you could get the money you wanted to start studying and get all, like you said, the instruments to study what can be learned because you're, you're tapping into some things that are very fantastically unique and you don't want to slow that down. It, it, it is true that, um, that uh, it's been actually one of the reasons I moved back to Sweden was that it seemed to be very difficult to uh, get uh, funds to study, continue my work on water in the United States, actually. 
Well, we're going to have to change that. But now, uh, Sweden, uh, I do know, by the way, I think Dr. Pollock, doesn't Sweden have a yearly water conference? Yes, I, I know I know Dr. Pollack, and he has a, a oh. water conference. Uh, yes, uh, yes. I, I, have, I attended that maybe 10 years ago, uh, one of his meetings. Um, he's been wanting me to go, and I haven't been able to go, and I yes, will. Yes, But, yes, yes. Um, Sweden is very open to learning about water. They're excited and supportive. But you decided that Stanford University was going to give you what you needed, to study it's water. It's not so much the Stanford, Stanford University. It's more the federal uh, uh, government in terms of research funding. Uh, they okay. shut down my water research, partly because, the, I, I, let, let me put this, this this way, water is a very controversial subject. Um, it's almost, uh, even if you go to very basic science about it, even even more basic than what Jerry Pollack's type of work is doing, I'm doing one more step, more basic studies about this, uh, where we are really doing a very precise measurement experiment with x-rays to look at the molecular structure. And even that type of work has been very controversial, and there have been uh, almost, no, I, there, gonna, there almost ideas of religious, almost like religious ideas, and people yeah. are fundamental and fighting with each other. There we go. It's actually there you go. very, very it's difficult. It's almost like back in the uh, 1800s again then. And, you know, uh, we've got to change that. We've got to change but that. But one way of changing it is actually, uh, is, 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 a little bit what we are doing right now, because what we are trying to do is um, be very correct uh, uh, as we do a certain type of experiments. Uh, we, we go try to do the bottom. We try to really understand extremely well, uh, both from an experimental point of view and having theoretical uh, calculations, everything, to really... Uh, demonstrate and, and, and come very deeply into the different questions and uh, taking one step at a time to really uh, resolve many issues. The problem with water is that everything is so complex that sometimes people make, have make in the scientific world statements um, without having, let's say, being solid with their feet on the ground, feet on the ground, um, and they have waved their hands, making many different statements that is not rooted in clear scientific results, and that have caused a lot of this, uh, let's say, discussion and, and controversy, and going also all the way back to more esoteric topics about water, homeopathy, mm-hmm. medicine, and so on, and and therefore, I think the way to really move forward is to conduct everything in a very solid scientific way where you can uh, provide the clear evidence and everybody can repeat it anywhere to get the same result. Don't, don't, right? don't you think that would take almost forever? You know, water yeah. is a living life of uniqueness, no different than every human being. Every living thing has a uniqueness all of its own. Do you think that possibly that to get into, let's say, the more holistic studies, including holistic, and like Dr. Tank, like Dr. Pollock has done and his team, to find some I'm, different directions to go 
that are more common sense and start getting the breakthrough. It's like notching a, uh, or doing a pottery on the wheel. I always explain this to people of how to do studies. You touch it and it goes on this wheel and that you mold the pottery slowly, but you get a feel of something as you go that you need to bring to evidence that possibly could be a step, a notch at a time. Water is so unique to be so, it's like Emoto said, and I couldn't have him on because he didn't speak English, so we had people on for him. But uniquely, it listens. It's alive. It's what started the whole droplet from the beginning of time of the evaporation of the atmosphere that had never dropped a droplet, but all of a sudden something unique happened in the universe and that water around the planet that never had a droplet all of a sudden began to drop. And here we are today. We've got to start studying water as a living life to be able to find those cures. And it's like my argument has been, my debate has been, Inside that body, behind that skin, that body is being influenced by the water vapor of the atmosphere of everyday life. Inside that body, each organ is water. People are dying because of medication. Why are they dying? Because no two people relate to the medication. Often it's the same. You know people that have gone to the hospital and died because of medication. Not just mistakes, medication. The unique Uh, answer that you will find, along with many others, is inside that water, there's a, a message of life to be studied to help them find the medications that are vital to assist people with that molding, not an extreme medication to start with, what is going to cause evaporation? You don't want any more evaporation than each individual and Earth can handle. That, and have you studied evaporation of the water that you've been studying? I mean, we we had done it, but probably in, in a very in a very different uh, way. Let me just comment what you said, uh, Sharon, first, and and um, and so on, just to make sure that we are on the same page here. Uh, right. I'm a physicist, right, and I'm studying right. uh, the, how the atoms and and the molecules are related in in the liquid. Right. What you are talking about is more, uh, let's say, medical. Uh, applications or medical connection between water and uh, the human body and all of that. I I, I fully agree with you that this is something very important, but what is also very important for that to go forward so it's rooted in the scientific community because some of these type of topics are almost taboo in the scientific community. I know. And that's why it's difficult for funding. And the reason why... It's harder for you than it is for me. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and in order to, to make a breakthrough, the studies has to be conducted in a scientific way that they are um, 
with with certain protocols, uh, with or right. with with the expertise, right. with people knowing. I I don't know myself enough uh, about the medical science to 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 make a statement of the protocols, but right. it needs okay. to be yeah. undergoing that level of of um, science. It doesn't. I mean, I'm as I was indicating in the beginning. I'm also a spiritual teacher, so I can go very much on, a, you know, going and searching within myself and 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 finding my intuition, what I believe about things. But that's something that is outside the scientific realm. So we have to distinguish between um, what is our spiritual beliefs and what is science. Science is something that is objective that anyone can repeat and so on. But it doesn't mean that something cannot be scientifically proven that is, doesn't exist. Uh, it's just that if we want to use the scientific approach, we have to follow that type of protocol. That, I know uh, that, and that because of your guidelines, right? Yeah. And, and right. so, so, but my, my, um, uh, the, what I think is, is, is very important is that we need to increase the awareness in our society of water a mm-hmm. uh, hundredfold on many different levels. Um, right. Both what water is uh, in terms of this very basic physics that we are working on to explain some of the, the, the various physical properties of water, all the way to its connection to life, how the water probably has some uh, completely unknown uh, properties on the molecular level that we have not yet touched. Um, all of that That's needs right. to be uh, resolved. But then we have the biggest issue, I, I believe, and I'm sure you also have touched on this in your series, which I, actually I've been also asking the politicians, both in the U.S. Uh, I, uh, I asked the previous uh, Obama's energy minister um, what, what the government is doing in order to uh, make sure uh, that the world will have access to clean water because with the, with the climate change, uh, the water issue will be uh, is a ticking bomb, and we need to get into that sooner than later. And 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 this is going to be an enormous issue in the future. Yeah. Can I share something with you to think about? There, <clears throat> I've had scientists on from NASA and more around the world. People that study all that too as their priority. Um, the, the global warming is possibly much simpler than they think. They want to make it so complex. What I have been studying and others have studied is the fresh water is the greatest influence we have on our planet. The fresh water has been running into the ocean out of control. And there's not a lot of fresh water on the surface of the planet anymore. Wherever there's wetlands, a lot of wetlands, they're having the more extreme weather situations. Now, you go to an area like California, and they're allowing it to become like Mexico, Arizona, the Middle East. It's going to be sand someday because they, they didn't listen to their forefathers, the Jerry Brown governor originally. They built those canals so they wouldn't make mistakes with the water and the species of the water, the aquifer, the species of the soil doctor are vital to your human life, all life. And that water, the way the soil attracts the atmosphere is going to change the climate. It will. And 
they can go out and raise all the money they want by billions of dollars, but they're not going about it the way they should. They're going about it as if human life has done something so extreme. Well, they did. They're letting all that fresh water run to the ocean and not develop a healthy soil. Healthy soil in the country and a location, there's a healthier atmosphere. And that's the way it was from the beginning. The human life is responding that way by the water and the human body living, like Dr. Pollock said, like a battery with the electrolytic ability of the atmosphere living with the individuality at the moment and its body water relating to each other. I'm saying, like you said, I've said it over and over again, our politicians, our leaders, have got to get to where the priority should be safety, health, prosperity, and yes, of course, peace of mind to release that stress. But people have got to find, they've got to put priority in water, like thousands of years ago they did in China and other countries. Maybe they, they couldn't in the Middle East because the, the, the Middle East had not learned yet. How do you become sand? But the rest of the world can learn. And they, they've said, doctor, you can turn sand into soil eventually if you do it correctly. You've got to know what you're doing. So I that's mean, they, where, with your studies, are so vital. And I hope to be personally in a position with my background to influence that in time because I'm not, I don't have that shingle on the wall to bring in the money based on the regulations and all that. We study holistically, and we're in the medical field with the first water on the planet. And we got patents out there with the first water on the planet doing what we do. But we've got to have people like yourself who are holistically dedicated and committed to showing the world and to science that this earth can be here and we can be healthier and we can find more cures and the life that is there if we start doing what you said. But we can't, it'll go on forever, doctor, if you have to have such regulation to go by the standards of how they do everything else, you'll never get the answers because you couldn't find enough answers. Do you think I'm wrong? I, I, I can, I can just, um, uh, of course, um, agree with you. I think when it comes to, uh, let's say, science, we need to do many different types of uh, investigation about water. One is the more fundamental things we are doing, all the way to medicine, geoscience, erosion, uh, medicine, connection between our body and water, and, and so on. Um, it's it's a very scary. I, I don't know if you ever seen this from, from the U.S. Geological Survey. The picture, if you take the planet Earth, uh, and it strip it off all all the water and make a bowl of of the water and you compare that with um, uh, with the size of us and then you start to actually take out the water that is only fresh water and then you start to take out the water that is only accessible fresh water in terms of rivers and lakes and what is accessible in our aquifer uh, you will be shocked that that's where of 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 water is only uh, 
maybe roughly 50, uh, 40, 50 miles in diameter, all the water on the planet Earth in a sphere will be 50, 40, 50 miles. I, would, I don't remember the, the number exactly right now, but it's a very, very small sphere. Uh, and, and we have to be really worried about how we're going to actually handle that sphere and uh, take it as something extraordinarily precious, because if we lose it, we will wipe out humanity. You wipe out the atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, so, so if also if if you go into the historical records and look at our ancient civilizations, where they actually spend most of their effort to build up high technology, was actually about water irrigation and so on. I mean, look at the aqueducts that the Roman built. Built. It was not for. Uh, building roads, it was actually to bring in water into the cities. It's also right. the same in the Inca culture. They actually built a very advanced system for transporting water all around and so on. So we are um, negligible here uh, about the water, and this is, of course, goes into the politicians, but unfortunately it's the, the drive for short-term um, uh, issues in politics and short-term profits for corporations and so on means that we are neglecting this issue. I am going yes. to be a little yes. more blunt, and everybody is used to me this way out there in the world. The politician yeah. wants to get reelected, and they're wanting to tell their constituents what they want to hear that's immediate, more emotional. Nobody's yes. emotional enough about water yet, sadly. But we're all, but, our yes. time is over. I'd love to have you on sometime, if you would, with Dr. Pollock. Would you like to come yes. on with Dr. Pollock and both of you be on? Yeah, we, we can do that. We can do that, yes. Wonderful, uh, wonderful. Because I could hear the two of you enjoy the questions and um, we can have a good time learning it because he really he likes to talk about water, too. But I thank you for coming on. I'm sorry we had a hard time getting a hold of you today. We kept thinking you were... Uh, your phone number would have been out of the country. But thank you for doing what you're doing, and don't you dare back up. You keep those spurs in the ground and keep studying water. We will. We will. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Sharon. It was a pleasure to be on air. And, thank uh, you so much. I and enjoy we'll do it again, I hope. Bye. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today, and I apologize my cough. And uh, then the doctor coming on, oh my gosh, uh, how exciting that was. Wonderful guest. We'll have him on again. You embrace your life, every special moment, but also somebody else's and the water for long-term, forever. But the earth is whispering. If we don't make the power of water the most important product life there is, we're going to challenge ourselves that maybe the children of the future won't be had here as long. And thank you for listening, and you be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel, with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, 
please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 